to stop what you're doing and listen. It's time for the Sports Blast. Chica, Chica. Ashish Sharma. What you have here is a solid foundation of young talent. All you have to go out and do is get the big bop. Everyone in this room is now dumber. May God have mercy on your soul. I am going to smack you so hard. I will smack it's your face off of your face. Ryan Roach. He can get on base, he can walk, he can hit, and he can steal back. That's the key. They missed that element last year in the leadoff position. Sports. Dave Pollard. is facing more outrageous scoring chances. In a weird way, the defense sucking as much as it has. He's becoming more adept at making bigger saves. He's absolutely right. And Mark Lazell. You have a great coach of Brad Stevens. You want him to stick around. You want him to have confidence in this team. Here's the key part. You start winning games that matter. Down the stretch, you have to win these games. There are playoff implications on the line. The Sports Blast. What the hell are you doing? Only on ESPN New Hampshire. This is awesome. This is awesome. No, 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 What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Sports Blast here on ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. As always, I'm Ashish Sharma, joined by Brian Roach and Mark Lazelle. We are without Dave Pollard today. He is off at, I believe, his sister's graduation. So it's just the three of us today, and quite honestly, guys, I don't know if I want to be here today. Can, you can hear me. Whoa, party, yeah, you can hear me. I can hear you, yeah. We had, a, we had a little bit of a problem I know, I uh, last week with Dave's mic. <laughs> I was, in the first I, I literally... Like, you were the one that let us know. I, I called you in. Go. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Thank quite you. honestly, based on what I saw last night from the Boston Celtics, I don't know if I want to be here today. Ugh. That was an absolute ass whooping. That was ugly. That was that the was worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Not going to lie, I turned it off. Uh, midway through the Oh, I switched quarter. to the Sox game, man. Chris Sale is on the mound. Are you kidding me? I, I didn't want to miss that in the first place. And at the half, I stopped watching the Celtics game. There was really no reason to watch. See, Why? Why put yourself through that? See, I watched it because that makes winning even more special. Oh, so I like, oh shut up. I, I like when you lose shut up. that bad. <laughs> and I, I like watching. All right, I'm just going to get straight to it. LeBron James is just an a, a incredible man, player. Incredible. Like, everybody is talking about him being one of the greatest I think when it's all said and done, he will be the greatest basketball player of all time. And and there's no argument there because he like dominates in every single category. And it's just uncanny his ability to make, you know, the right passes, you know, the the ability to read the defense. I mean, he's literally like a professor out there just looking at every move that the Celtics are about to make. He's going to beat them in any way, shape, or form. And everybody talks about, yeah, he joins super teams. You still put him in MVP talk. He makes the every, super teams. Wait, hold every on. single year. He's not an MVP talk anymore. Every single year he's an MVP talk. No, not Before this year. The season. No, no, this year, yeah. Before the season. <laughs> uh, okay. Before the season because his expectations right. are to be great. I think I think he should have been top three. Top three easily. He, he had like his best statistical year since rejoining the Cavs. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it's one of those years because you have James Harden and Russell Westbrook, and obviously Kawhi is coming uh, come to his own. That's the only reason. So I think the talk but. is more about the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James being just dominant compared to the Celtics that just didn't have a chance from the get go. Yeah. Oh, we can, we can go ahead and start previewing the finals yeah, at this point. I'm already moved on to that. <laughs> I, I don't. I honestly game three and four don't need to happen. Yeah, I don't give them. A, I don't give them a shot. That's why last night I was like, all right, officials or NBA just come out and say that the Cleveland Cavaliers have advanced to the NBA Finals. Right, same thing with the Warriors because Spurs don't really have a chance. Well, Kawhi Leonard's might be back today. Eh. He He's not coming back. back. I doubt Kawhi. Even if he tonight. does come back. I want what, what does Greg Popovich gain by putting in Kawhi Leonard in a Pride. series that's pretty much already <laughs> over? Pride. The guys, uh, how, many times, how many times has he hurt his ankle now in the span of like a week? 75. Probably, yeah. <laughs> no. Something like three. Like, uh, there's no reason. You're already down two games. You're overmatched in that series as well. Tony Parker just blew up his hamstring or his quad. Yeah, yeah, it exploded. Yeah, so it's like it's you're gross. done. It's not. It's not <laughs> happening for you, Pop. Just save him for. I mean, this is your star franchise player. Yeah, get give him a head start on the offseason. There's Go, really no reason. going back to LeBron. I think a lot of people have to start opening their eyes and realizing that this is greatness. This is like a legend in the, the NBA. In, right, in the, it's in not that the, the Celtics suck. It's just no. LeBron is too good. Well, He's it's also that good. the Celtics suck, though. I mean, like if you watched last night's game and even Game One, the Celtics are outmatched and overwhelmed in literally every way imaginable. They can't every hit facet. open threes. Yeah. 
They can't the, hit open threes. They can't the do anything. I mean, look, the Cavs are essentially a well-oiled machine, right? They operate at a different speed. The ball movement with them is effortless. The Celtics, when they have the ball on offense, are struggling. Like They are actually pressing to get a playthrough. Or they shoot looks, the ball within two seconds. Or they shoot, and the Cavs just <laughs> look like they're out there at 50% during shoot-around. Yeah. And... It's and it's working because the the Celtics are clearly going 150 percent. The Cavs are out there at like 50 to 75 percent, and they're still kicking your ass. I will say, and I, I heard it in uh, the post conference, and I totally agree with it. Is when you have open shots and you miss them, your like demeanor and like self motivation right becomes like decrease beyond decrease like it's a bottom of the barrel because you don't think that you're gonna make a shot because the ball's not going in the hoop Mm -hmm. and you become like you just become this disgraceful team out of nowhere because the ball won't go in the hoop right well why don't you go to the hoop instead of taking threes you you have to do this against this team. You have yeah. to get these players into foul trouble. That's the only way that you're going to beat these guys well, is the, if they're off the floor. Well, the only uh, reason you can't do that is because LeBron doesn't get called for fouls. <laughs> yeah, but LeBron's going to have his way because right. he has the knack of getting to the hoop. Right. Or he, he has the knack of knocking down a shot. Kelly Olenek, for example, and this is the other thing that I hate about Brad Stevens, and I heard about it last night on the broadcast. I totally agree with it. You can't play a four or a five guy. You can't switch a four or five guy onto LeBron James. Right. You just can't. No. That is stupid basketball. Right. Because Kelly Linick, LeBron was like like wiping off the dust on his shoes, like and dribbling the ball and like leaning back and it's like, all right, Kelly, you wanna play me? I'm gonna take you to the hoop and I'm gonna slam it on your ass. Like that's just the way it's going to be. You can't yeah. play a 4-5 or five guy against LeBron James. You're crazy. Look at the second quarter. The Celtics were outscored 40-13 to 13 in that second quarter. Yeah. And that's because they couldn't hit 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 the inside of the hoop if they wanted to. No. <laughs> and they couldn't uh, buy a bucket. Uh, for some reason, the Cavs' defense was working. And uh, uh, they're not the best defensive team. They're not even close. No, they were one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Right. But... They played great Down team defense. Yeah. And it seems like they're trying the Cavs again, which they weren't doing that, which led the Celtics to the number one seat when they weren't trying. Right. But when, when you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, they have a complete team. They really do. They have a veteran presence. They got a dominant superstar in LeBron James, two complimentary pieces with Kyrie Irving. And they don't Kevin have Love. a coach. Trist- yeah, but you know what? You don't need a coach. You got right. LeBron you James. You have a guy like right. LeBron James. You don't. you don't need a coach. I agree. They, you see I, the guy I, standing I there feel like they should, the just, uh, they should be the first team without a head coach. And, and all this resilience. LeBron could just be like, hey, everyone, uh, you, you come in when Literally, I tell you all, to. All Ty Lu does is manage minutes, and yeah. that's pretty much it. Even then, I, I think, don't even know if it's him. I think LeBron could do yeah, that Yeah, I think, I think LeBron probably could. I mean, Tyron Lue is basically a puppet for that team. <laughs> Guys, all this talk about resiliency. All right, they were down 2-0 against the Chicago Bulls. Don't even think that the the Celtics are going to come back in this series. Don't but, even think that. But they're you're, going you're to Cleveland. Your mind. Yeah, they're going to Cleveland. They're going to get shattered. <laughs> yeah, they're they going to absolutely crushed. They lost again. They lost forty plus points at home. Yeah, at the half, the Celtics trailed. Uh, Dave actually sent us this text on the on the group chat uh, yesterday, and I thought this was great. He said, "At the half, the Celtics trailed by more points than they had scored at that point." Yeah, they trailed seventy-two thirty-one at the half. That was a forty-one point deficit. And Jr. Smith stupid at the had half. an exclamation point at the end of the half. <laughs> it's it's so funny to watch like the Celtics just get overwhelmed like the entire game because it becomes laughable. Like how do you how do you guard the Cleveland Cavaliers anymore? Like Ty Lue isn't that great of a coach. No. And LeBron James is just orchestrating everything. Their their offense, their defense. Tristan Thompson's grabbing loose rebounds. You know, they just they're dominating every single category. It's it's uncanny the the knack, the ability that this team has in every facet of the game of basketball. It's just un unworldly. Like you look at it and you say, What can we do better? And you can't do anything better because you're just going to get worse. <laughs> you're going to get worse. I mean, the Celtics had open shots, great ball movement in the in the beginning of the game. Yeah, in the first quarter, and then shots weren't falling, and it made everything right. It was a trickle down effect. That's when you you lower your self esteem, and that's the problem with this team. That's the one main criticism I've had. Uh, of the Celtics this whole time is that they are purely a jump shooting team and it's great when the shot's falling you live and die by the three but when you live and die by the three when you make yourself so one dimensional offensively 
if the shot's not falling, you're screwed. And right now, the shot just doesn't seem to be falling with this team. And, and you've got to be you've got to be able to create points in other ways. You have to drive into the paint and get to the line. And this is a team that just doesn't have the personnel that does that. And in addition, if you're Danny Ainge, you're looking at this team. You're looking at the Cleveland Cavaliers. The the gap is even wider than you thought because you can add Paul George, you can add Gordon Hayward, but you're still not even going to come close to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Come close because you don't have a big guy. You don't have you know the ability to shoot the ball. You have a 5'7", five, 5'8", five, point guard who's limited because of his size. And because of and, hip injuries. And, and hip injuries, <laughs> but I always thought that, and I said this, IT will never win a championship in a Celtics uniform because of his limit. Oh, I thought it was because LeBron's in his way. Well, not that's, <laughs> that too. That too. But I'm just saying it's because of his inability to get around the double team when they put it on him. He's not tall enough. He's not big enough. He's not strong enough. LeBron is exactly the opposite. One moment I can think of that uh, that. It- encapsulates this perfectly was um when Isaiah was on LeBron and mm-hmm. LeBron literally just like drove it at the rim dunked on him and then literally like pushed him to the side yeah I can't, yeah that's true and I can't remember why Isaiah was on him maybe it was on a switch yeah it was on a switch yeah. it, obviously you don't yeah I was gonna say they, why would Isaiah Thomas why, be why guarding would LeBron defend anyone and, and why would you put Kelly Olenek on LeBron James like it's it's ridiculous the switches that they have. Well, it's because they got a yeah, but they got to help. A couple years ago, Kelly actually uh, bodied up LeBron a few times and actually like defended him well. Yeah, but I don't think the Celtics have ever heard of the the term help defense. Right, right. Because usually when you have a guy like LeBron, and yes, you have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love around the perimeter. But you have to have like a decoy or a, a safety net right. in regards to the next play. Because LeBron James, you can't double team him. You can't. You just can't. You have to sustain him in a way to make him shoot the ball. But the way he's shooting at this clip, right. he's unstoppable. Yeah, he's you, shooting well outside. He's shooting well inside. Yeah, you just can't stop him. He's making his free throws. He, he's just um, you know, controlling the game at will. He literally is. Like grabbing boards, playing great defense. Blocking down shots. I mean, Avery Bradley oh, had yeah. a wide open yep. layup, yep. and Chase he didn't even see LeBron come out. He came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. LeBron just said, "Not in my house." And then he uh, he said it to the same with Isaiah Thomas. I think Isaiah Thomas was going to hoop, and he got smacked. Like <laughs> in game one, all I can think about is the Isaiah dribbling, and then he like went to shoot it and lost it, yeah, and then caught like, oh, it. Oh crap! And then caught it. So it was a it was a, a travel. Travel. Yeah, <laughs> he, he got caught in limbo all the time. <laughs> Uh, I guess yeah, but against the Cleveland Cavaliers, right. they put pressure on you to do that. Mm-hmm. And when you have a young team like the Celtics, this is great experience, especially for Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, guys that are getting playing time that are young and are, aren't about this moment. Even Isaiah Thomas, because Isaiah Thomas has never really been has never been to the Eastern Conference. Finals. James Young getting some nice minutes, right? So <laughs> yeah, in garbage time, how how valuable are those? <laughs> Jordan Mickey getting in there. Well, I'm not saying the garbage time. I'm saying in the moment, like Jalen Brown. Yeah, Jalen Brown. Like, was, it's good that he's performing at that yeah, level. He's the lone bright spot, but at the end of the day, how does it even make a difference? I mean, what what are you gonna say though? You just can't. Yeah. St- you can't stop the, the LeBron James. No, you can't. When you shoot 26 percent in the first. Half. And also, it doesn't help. I mean, Isaiah Thomas was obviously uh, hampered Awful. by an injury. He was yeah. hampered by an injury. Yeah, like I think um, who was it? Reggie, I think pointed it out. Reggie Miller during yeah. the broadcast that hey, Isaiah's not moving well right now. Still not an excuse though. You go over six with two points in just over 17 minutes. That's I, I don't care how hurt you are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the NBA freaking playoffs. It's the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not going to use whatever injury that was. I think it was a hip injury. I'm not going to give you that excuse for going 0 for 6 with two points. Yeah. When you're the star of the team, I don't care if you're dealing with an that injury. That wouldn't have made a difference, though. It wouldn't have made a difference, but at the end of the day, like that. Maybe instead of losing by 40 plus, yeah. you but, lose but by But Isaiah 20. Thomas never got into a groove, though. When you just go to the opening tip, right, but he just the entire never, series. Yeah. yeah. The entire series. And they're lucky he played game seven. But by what they're talking about with this strained hip, um, I think it's more important that the Celtics don't play him moving forward due to the fact that he can trade his ass this season. 
because he's not going to have the same kind of season that he had this I, year. Yeah, I mean, we can get more into that uh, later on the show, but I, I still don't know if you want to trade Isaiah Thomas. Maybe it's – I do. I mean, you, you need to – He's a placeholder for a superstar. You know, you need to pair him – with another star like, uh, let's say, we've been talking about Gordon Hayward a lot. Let's say you go out and get Gordon Hayward, sign him yes. to a max deal. But you doesn't this Markel loss? Pa- Look, you have, the number hey, one, hey, hey, you, have hey. you have the number one pick, right? So you can put guys around Isaiah yes. Thomas that elevate but his game. But don't you think this loss deters people from coming to the Celtics now? Um, yeah, uh, a little bit. I don't you, think you, totally. You get absolutely ass whooped. Yeah, but I don't think totally. The reason why I agree with Ashish in regards to Gordon Hayward is because of Brad Stevens' connection. Right, and but don't you think Gordon Hayward looks at this and be like, wow, they're not even so. close. Well, no, no I, I don't think. See, the, the thing is, when when you play against the Cleveland Cavaliers, they, like I said, they're on a different level compared to Right, but to that's you. who you're going to be going against. Right, but I also believe Gordon in, Hayward in goes to the Cavs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that... that that won't happen, by the way. I'll, yeah, come on, I'll come off the bench for you guys. LeBron, you go ahead and hold down the three spot in the starting lineup. I'll come off the bench for you. But the reason why Isaiah Thomas shouldn't belong in this team is because when he gets double team, he, he, he throws the ball away. He turnovers the ball. He gets anxious, and he gets tidy with the ball. You can't do that, and it, he'll, he'll never exist um, in, in a playoff uniform with the Boston Celtics. 603-883-9900. When we come back, we will talk more about this absolute ass-whooping that we saw last night. Celtics-Cavs Game 2. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. Hi, everyone. I'm meteorologist Mark Rosenthal, and my weather forecast today is being brought to you by Stratum Tire. Spring has finally arrived, so now's the time to come on into a Stratum Tire location near you and take advantage of their spring pothole specials. 20% off spring tire changeovers and alignments, half-off state inspections, deeply discounted oil chain specials, tires in every price range with a great selection of top brand names and a value price line, too. Visit Stratum Tire to schedule your service online today. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacord. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. GEICO presents a voicemail from your friend, Washing Machine. Hi, it's Washing Machine. It's about, oh, 7 o'clock on Wednesday. So, good news, bad news. First, I found your lost sock. Exciting! Also, I might have maybe flooded the whole basement. It's going to be pretty expensive. But hey, at least you got that sock. Your washing machine won't pay for water damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. Losing our signal? You can always hear us on the TuneIn app. We are 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. In the last decade, more than 400,000 people died on America's roadways. That's one person every 13 minutes. Roadway deaths strike the young or old at any time of the year, at any hour of the day or night. And it doesn't matter whether you drive a car on a highway, ride a motorcycle or bicycle on a country road, or simply take a walk near traffic. Everyone is at risk. Since 1969, members of the American Traffic Safety Services Association have worked diligently to make our nation's roadways safer by providing the majority of roadway safety features, including bright signs and pavement markings, guardrails, and crash cushions. These are just some of the roadway devices that save thousands of lives each day. Since most of our roadways were built in the 1950s, there's so much more work that needs to be done to reach the ultimate goal of zero deaths. Safer roads save lives. To learn how you can get involved, visit ATSSA.com. A public service message from the American Traffic Safety Services Association. The bare necessities of healthy living are easy with the food pyramid. Be active and eat the right amount of grains, vegetables, fruits, milk, and meats and beans. For a healthier you, visit MyPyramid.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Agriculture and the Ad Council. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Celtics lost to the Cavs 130-86 last night in Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals at the Garden. Cleveland set the record for the largest margin of victory in the history of the Eastern Conference Finals. 
with a 44-point win. LeBron James led all scorers with 30. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love chipped in 23 and 21 points, respectively. The series now shifts to Cleveland with Game 3 tomorrow night at Quicken Loans Arena. Tip-off is at 8.30. Game over at 9 o'clock. <laughs> so the Spurs and Warriors will continue their series with Game 3 tonight in San Antonio. Kawhi Leonard is listed as questionable for the game with an ankle injury. Tip-off in that one at the AT&T Center is at 9 p.m. You can catch the game on ESPN. Last night, the Red Sox lost to the Oakland Athletics 3-2 in 10 innings. Chris Sale recorded his eighth straight 10-strikeout game but got the no decision after allowing two earned runs in seven innings. Jackie Bradley Jr. made the game-saving catch in the bottom of the ninth inning, robbing Ryan Healy of a walk-off homer in straightaway center. Ultimately, it didn't matter. The A's ended up winning with a walk-off home run in the 10th, courtesy of Mark Kina. David Price made a rehab start last night in Buffalo. He lasted just two innings through 365 pitches and gave up three runs. Those are your Sports Center updates. Be sure to listen live on ESPNNHradio.com as well as the TuneIn app. I'm Ashish Ramadoko. Anywhere the Sports Blast continues right now. We're not scared of the Cleveland. They're not the Monstars. They're not a Space Jam. <laughs> you heard of the Dream Team? Well, we're the Mean Team. It is long, open. Yes, hits for three. J.R. Smith on the catch and shoot. Here comes Irving. Got the step on Bradley, and he scores. Oh, the lob. Blocked from an impossible angle by LeBron James. Love not able to hit, so they won't set an NBA. Yes, they will! <laughs> you spoke too soon! J.R. Smith with a three! You know, I heard Stephen A. Smith uh, on ESPN yesterday. He said that this was basically a JV team going up against a pro team. And I was telling you guys, that's a little generous. They're not a JV team. They're like a youth rec league team. CYO. CYO. Yeah. Middle school you know, girls. D3? No, middle school girls. Oh, middle school girls. Yeah, middle yeah. school. Okay, yeah. yeah. Not even not, not even, even high yeah. school. No, yeah. don't even give them the credit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that was pathetic last night. That was absolutely 100% pathetic. I thought at least, okay, in game two you show up, make it respectable. And by respectable, I mean like lose by 15. Five. I was saying, uh, oh, five? No, five. No, 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 no. That's, that's, respectable. that's a little hopeful. Against this team, I'm thinking lose by 15. Not 40 plus. They lost by 13 in game yeah, they one. they lost by 13. What do you mean by progressing? Yeah. They, that's that's uh, a good point. That's why I said five. That's progressing. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. That. Yeah, they're, they're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> way, way, way. Exponentially in the wrong, direction. wrong dis- uh, direction. Yeah. When I watched <laughs> when I watched the first quarter and they started missing shots, I was like, "Uh oh, this is bad." But then they started they're, making shots. And well, because Joe Gerald Green was in the yeah Isaiah lineup. Thomas like fed Joe Green into the corner, giving him like. Zero room to work with. He's like, all right, I'm going to shoot the ball because I'm coming and he off made the screen. Two. Yeah, he made two miraculous shots, it <laughs> looks like, because they didn't score anything in the rest of the half, when, to be when honest. When it was 11-10, I was like, oh. And then the Cavs just asserted themselves. Yeah, and I, I'm telling you right now, I, I think the, the backups for the Cavs would have beat the, the starters for the Celtics. It was... That lopsided. No, no, was, I don't think that would. I, I don't because Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving make such a big difference in that starting lineup. Yeah, but you got Darren Williams, Richard Jefferson, all old, Kyle Korver, who's old. No, I'm just saying, like they have a good bench, <laughs> and they're not better than the Celtics starting lineup. Yeah, uh, they they might, they might, because Mar- Isaiah Thomas was hurt. Mm. Avery Bradley wasn't knocking down shots. Al Horford was nowhere to be found. The magician on the basketball. Yeah. The magician <laughs> my ass. Yeah, he disappears. Yeah. <laughs> Into my ass. Um No, but like when it comes to the season in a big picture, Ainge realizes how like, you know, the gap is not even close. Right. Like the Cavaliers are just completely like on another development level. Right. You know how uh, a few weeks ago, it might have been a month or two ago. Wait, the Celtics about? are the number one seed, right? Yeah, they um, Apparently, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot. They, they're playing more like a, an eight seed right now. But. A 16 seed, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, a couple Shouldn't months ago. Be belong in the playoffs. A couple months ago, uh, Dave made the point that at this point, you're just waiting out Cleveland. You're just waiting for LeBron to get old. That's well, going like, to be like five seven years. years. Yeah. Like, that's the plan at this point because hey. it's become abundantly clear as long as LeBron is with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love and they have a decent bench, you're not getting past them. Well, you're, you're also not getting past the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. You're not. 
as as long as Kevin Durant's in that uniform with Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Draymond Green, even if they make it to the finals, they'll still get shellacked like they did this against is, the Cavaliers. This is basketball in the 90s all over again in the sense that you always have two teams getting there. You have the Bulls, and then uh, you know at the tail end of the 90s, it was always the Jazz. And, but that's pretty much what it's going to be now with the Cavs yeah. and the Warriors. I heard, pretty much uh, every single year, uh, that's what it's going to be. Danny now. Ainge was on another radio show this past week, and he mentioned he was like, he was like, there's our, there's two super teams out there already, and we have to just wait it out, basically. That's, that's basically, and that's that's <laughs> my point. That's what I'm saying. Teams in the '90s, forget the Jazz because they didn't win anything. Teams of the 90s, when they were looking at the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan, when he came back, when he had the two different three-peats six times in eight years, yeah. they were basically looking at that Bulls team, and they were like, well, we'll, just, we'll just wait them out. We'll wait it. <laughs> we'll wait them out. <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing anything. We'll and, be the way the only team that took advantage in that stretch was Hakeem Olajuwon and the Rockets, who went back-to-back when Jordan retired that first time. That was the only team that took advantage. Everyone else was like, screw it. I'm, I'm not even going to try. Like, what's the point? And I guess that's the motto you have to kind of go with is they're better than us. They're bigger. They're stronger. They're faster. Um, there's no way that we can compete now or in the near future. So why not build off of assets that you acquired from the Paul Pierce trade and Kevin Garnett and utilize it to get yourself you know, better each year instead of just trying to you know, grab Paul George, you know, Gordon Hayward, and Anthony Davis. You know, I think that's a pipe dream to get Anthony Davis and even Paul George at this standpoint because he wants to go to L.A. He wants to go to L.A. and I think Brian made an excellent point in the last segment. He said at this point, guys who are going to be free agents either this offseason or next offseason, they're watching the Eastern Conference Finals and they're looking at Boston they're going, ew, I don't know if I want to go there now. Well, they're also watching the Western Conference. Yeah. So it's it's going to be uh, interesting to see what happens this offseason, but... I thought that was an excellent point. Gordon Hayward, although he has the connection to Brad Stevens, is probably looking at the Celtics and going, do I really want to go there well, he's also and get saying, my ass beat on, by LeBron on. in the Eastern Conference Finals next year? He's also saying, do I really want to stay in Utah Jazz, who would get demolished against the, the Golden State Warriors? Well, here's the thing. If he did finish on one of the all-NBA uh, teams, either first, second, or third, and he was in uh, he contention, he didn't. But if he did... Neither did Paul George. If he, you, yeah, you, if, you if he did, and he had, that, if yeah. he had that Supermax contract, yeah. it wouldn't have even been a decision. He would have just stayed there, even like, yeah. screw it, I'll just sign well, this the contract. The are no more. Yeah. But even now... Now he can, he can make, like I don't know, like $20 more million from the Utah Jazz or something like that. Rather than signing with the, the the Boston Celtics because of, but it's but it's not as lucrative as it could have no. been. No, we'll find out on two hundred five million yeah. dollars for my, five years. My birthday, by the way, that's your that's your July birthday. July first. Yeah. Nice. Oh, okay, cool, good. We'll take note of that. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, I actually thought that was a great point by Brian. They're watching and they're looking at this, and like, if the Celtics were somewhat competitive in the series, they would have looked at it and been like, "Yeah, I could see myself there." Well, yeah, but you, you're going to have two teams regardless. You're going to have two super teams regardless. So it doesn't matter if you're going to you still have to go up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's why you build your own super team to it, try to combat it. Exactly. But it's not going to work because it's LeBron. It, it won't work. But also, you, you have to look at where, where the big three started. Started in Boston, guys. There's nobody else to throw shame at. Besides the Boston Celtics, well, I would disagree for starting with the big three. No, no, no. The, I agree. The the big three. Uh, are you like, talking about from like oh wait onwards? Because I mean, you go back in history. Garnett, Ray Allen, sure. Who, okay, Paul who Pace. weren't even do, do, do you the okay. three best players? Again, at their I hate to keep referencing old basketball, but the Bulls teams that won all those years, mm-hmm. MJ, Pippen, Rodman, mm-hmm. that was a great big three. Mm-hmm. The you know Celtics back in the day with Bird, yeah, but, Parrish, and McHale. But the big well, three. Hey, you're talking hey, about Magic. That was home built. Kareem. Weren't those weren't those inner team built teams? Scotty Pippen. Uh Parrish was acquired. Yes. Pippen. In a trade. Yes. Rodman was Barely. acquired. Rodman was acquired from the Pistons. Yes. But the But Pippen was I, I thought he went to the Spurs first. But yeah, whatever. Whatever it was. The yeah. Celtics, uh, they acquired Ray Allen and acquired Garnett. So, so they acquired two thirds of that, and that's they what, started the trend, right? They started the trend. So I, I guess it's you know coming back to us in, in a bad karma way because we had our fun, you know, they, they had their fun getting the one, had two. one championship, should have had, had two. two, but there's nobody else to blame 
but the Boston Celtics for building. Well, I, I think a that superstar. you get a little less flack when you assemble a team through trades because at the end of the day, you're giving something up, and that's what the Celtics did they in the 07 08 season. They they traded seven players to Minnesota. They all gave go, up all garbage, nothing. All garbage, but they gave up seven players to Sebastian Minnesota. Sebastian Telfair, yeah, Wally Zerbiak. They treated the Minnesota okay. Timberwolves okay. like a dumpster. They traded <laughs> Jeff Green and um, uh, what else to uh, Je- Jeff to, Green, uh, Jeff Green and. Delonte West, I Ew. think, for Rayon. But the point, Brian, is that they yeah, well, that was that was in the Kevin Garnett deal. But they, they, at the end of the day, no, they traded wasn't. those guys. No, Wally Zerbiak was. It was Wally Zerbiak in yeah. that trade for Rayon. Yeah. Yes. He oh, went, okay. He went to the the, the Sonics. Sonics. Yes. Oh, I stand corrected. Anyways, they made trades to get those guys. That's different. Is it? The Miami Heat, when they formed the South Beach Super Trio, that was all free agency. All three guys joined via free agency. Dwayne Wade was already there, but he was a free agent who wasn't with technically the Heat. one of the trades a sign in trade with um, Ray Allen or Kevin Garnett. No, no, Kevin no, Garnett, Kevin had Garnett had signed away. an extension. He had to wipe away his no trade, and clause. then he signed an extension when he, he came. Signed an he? extension. Yeah. Okay, so technically it was a sign in trade. Technically, technically, but he still had to wipe away his no right. trade clause. Yeah. Actually, it was a it was a trade and sign. <laughs> it wasn't even a sign and trade. <laughs> regardless of what it was, my point is the Celtics started this trend. It's bad karma. It comes back into your face because you have a guy Bites like you harder than you bit them. Le- LeBron James will be the greatest basketball player of all time when it's said and done. I'm telling you right now because he's either going to get six or seven championships. He's going to break records. He already broke uh, NJ's record from the most steals in playoff history. So he, he's on another level because he dominates in every single category. And, and you can't control it. Only it, team that can stop them are the Warriors. It's uncoachable. Like, you just can't teach greatness. And he is what he is. There's really yeah. no reason to watch the rest of this series. Like, we, all, we know yeah, what's going to happen. Yeah, we know what's going to happen. They are going to get swept. The Celtics, are not, they, they, the Celtics just played their last home game of the season last night. Yeah. They're not coming back to the Garden. Yeah, we know that. What the hell's the point of watching games three and four? To watch how good LeBron is. Yeah. So your point is at this point, regardless of of your uh, affinity of what team you root for, whatever, Mm -hmm. your affiliation, just appreciate the the greatness. Take it all in. Take it all in. You're never going to witness this ever again. There's a reason why people put LeBron James in the same sentence as Michael Jordan. Wait, hold on. What about Lonzo Ball? Oh, please. (laughs) Don't start that. Lonzo, future Hall of Famer who hasn't yet... (laughs) Been drafted by an NBA team. <laughs> Why do you got to give LeBar Ball his credit now? Oh, we, oh, oh no, we're getting sarcastic. into LeBar. Oh, we hey, will. No, no, we will talk about LeBar oh, yeah. on this I show. I was being sarcastic. I, I really despise that whole family. Well, <laughs> it's, it's easy to despise. <laughs> right, right. But my whole point is, with LeBron James, there's a reason why he's in the same sentence as Michael Jordan. It's because when he wanted to go to a super, super team and join, he did. He wanted to win a, a championship, he did, right? He won two there. Right? He wanted to go back to Cleveland. He did. He said he's going to win a championship. He did. So it's one thing to talk to talk. You really got to walk the walk. And that's inside him to be great. And I'm not saying that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love are bums by any means. They're not. But, yeah, but you know what? There's a reason why LeBron James is always in MVP conversation, whether that's the end of the year or before the year. It's because he's one of the best players in all of basketball for all time. Mm-hmm. And he will succeed Michael Jordan as one of the best players in, in oh, history. I, I think that's a given at this point. I think a few years ago I was talking about, well, in you know terms of rebounds, points, assists, he'll pass Michael Jordan eventually. But in terms of championships, Every category. In terms of championships he won't. At this point... I think he might. He's got three rings. Every category. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's tough. He's three away. He could get He's four. He's probably going to get number four. I think he'll get number four at the end of this year. I think I he has a good chance of beating. Let's say he beats Golden State, right? Let's just say that hypothetically. He That's will. four. Yeah. He has a legit shot to get two more and two match more. MJ. It's and at hard. that point, you have to make the argument. Look, I don't want to make this like a LeBron versus MJ thing. No. But Michael Jordan retires from the Bulls that first time. The Bulls still, we've talked about this, they still get to the Eastern Conference semis against the Knicks. Semis, or, yeah. And then they lose in seven games. Mm-hmm. They still get there. LeBron leaves the Cavs. They get three first-round picks in four years. Well, that's why he left. Well, with that, we don't know. I mean, eh, we think I, that's why, that's, but we don't know for sure. That's, besides the, po- that's <laughs> yeah. besides the point. The fact is it happened. Yeah. He leaves the Heat. They become irrelevant again. Yeah. When MJ left the Bulls, they were still damn good. When he came back, right. they became championship cal- caliber. But at the end of the day, you look at the impact the absence of each player had for their teams. 
LeBron's impact was greater. Yeah, yeah. And you could talk about the talent, how the talent was better in the nineties, but you still got to go against that talent. Like LeBron still plays, you know, the Russell Westbrook, James Harden, you know, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. There's phenomenal players in this league, but LeBron James puts him in the upper edge slot every single year because he has that knack and ability just to dominate the basketball game in every shape and form. And it, it is great to see this because you'll never see this ever again, guys. You won't. You won't see a player dominate a game like he is today. You won't. He's going to go down as one of the best athletes of all time in any sport. Like Tom Brady, LeBron James, Sidney Crosby. You could talk about it for days. Ovechkin. Ovechkin. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. You can go on and on. David Ortiz. David Ortiz. You, you can go on and on. Ken Griffey Jr., sweetest swing in, in baseball. But my whole point is, nobody has ever dominated and controlled the game of basketball like what LeBron James has in his entire career. And it's great to see. It is. 603-883-9900. This is the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. GEICO presents a voicemail from your friend, Washing Machine. Hi, it's Washing Machine. It's about, oh, 7 o'clock on Wednesday. So, good news, bad news. First, I found your lost sock. Exciting! Also, I might have maybe flooded the whole basement. It's going to be pretty expensive. But hey, at least you got that sock. Your washing machine won't pay for water damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty. Something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Did you hear? U.S. savings bonds have gone electronic. Now you can purchase them from the convenience of your own home through TreasuryDirect.gov, a safe and secure website operated by the U.S. Department of the Treasury. No more extra trips to the bank. No more paper bonds to keep track of. Instead, you can open a free Treasury Direct account and buy and manage your electronic savings bonds online, anytime, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. U.S. savings bonds are an affordable and smart choice for many Americans. For as little as $25, you can buy a U.S. savings bond for yourself or a loved one. Savings bonds are safe investments. Whether your goal is to retire comfortably, pay for a college education, or protect yourself and your family from the unexpected, it's always a good time to save for the future. Visit www.treasurydirect.gov to buy an electronic savings bond today. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Celtics lost to the Cavs 130-86 last night in Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals at the Garden. Cleveland set the record for the largest margin of victory in the history of the East Conference Finals with 44 points in that win. LeBron James led all scorers with 30. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love each chipped in 23 and 21 respectively. The series now shifts to Cleveland with Game 3 tomorrow night at Quicken Loans Arena. Tip-off in that one will be at 8.30. 
The Spurs and Warriors will continue their series with Game 3 tonight in San Antonio. Kawhi Leonard is listed as questionable for the game with an ankle injury. Tip-off from the AT&T Center is at 9. You can catch that one on ESPN. Last night, the Red Sox lost to the A's 3-2 in 10 innings. Chris Sale recorded his eighth straight 10-strikeout game but got the no decision, allowing two earned runs in seven innings. JBJ made the game-saving catch in the bottom of the ninth, robbing Ryan Healy of a walk-off homer. It didn't matter in the end, though, as the A's ended up winning with a walk-off home run in the 10th, courtesy of Markina. David Price made a rehab start last night in Buffalo. He lasted just two innings, threw 65 pitches, and gave up three runs. Those are your Sports Center updates. Be sure to listen live on ESPNNHradio.com as well as the TuneIn app. And as always, check us out on Periscope. I'm Ashish Sharma. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues right now. The Sports Blast. For the record, their yes. logo, the BBB, oh, it sucks. It's awful. I mean, what are you, the Better Business Bureau? All right, back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. Ashish Sharma, Brian Roach, and Mark Lazell take me up till 2 p.m. Big baller brand. Oh. Oh, you weren't here last week. I was not. <laughs> okay. Taking you up till 2 p.m. this afternoon. Yeah, Should that was be. a shot at uh, the Ball family, yeah. who uh, I okay. can't stand. We will get into them. Uh, that's in, uh, that's in the probably next why segment. I don't yeah. know BBB, you know, because I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really hate LeVar Ball and uh, – no, we'll, we'll definitely get into the little spat that he had on uh, the Colin Coward show uh, with Christine Leahy. Yeah, we're going to dive you guys, into You guys it. all saw that, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Wait, do we have audio of that? We do have audio yes, of that. Yeah, you should know, Mr. Producer. Way to go. <laughs> I was just asking. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Well, I have update. Yeah, uh, I'm going to add that. Why Leonard out tonight for Figured. game three. Yep, yep, that series is Good over. call. Good call on being the Sheesh. It said questionable, Sheesh so I was going to go with it, but it happens. Um... I'm guessing we're going to start talking about the future of the Celtics because the present. <laughs> where else is there to go the after pre- last night? There's no present. <laughs> so where are the Celtics five years from now? Is that where we're going? Because we have to wait till LeBron's done, right? Uh, Pretty I, much. I, I would say six or seven years. I say five. I, I think eventually Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving might move on. You know, I don't know. No, I, I don't think. If I, they, if they, don't need, if they don't need six rings. <laughs> they can have six rings, though. Well, I mean, Kyrie Irving's talking about retiring early, so you never know. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea where that's coming from, but oh, why injuries. would you want to do he that? D- he, wa- he wants to live a nice life. Yeah, he'll, he'll get This him. isn't football. You're not getting concussed every other game. He could be. His uh, ankles are t- torn to shreds, Oh, probably. yeah, because your ankles are in your head. Yeah. They aren't. That's not what I meant. I meant his ankles are hurt. He get, he can also get, he can get concussed. You can get cut concussed in playing basketball. You can I mean, absolutely can get concussed. You can get concussed walking down the street. But the you probability you, know, you, you can't getting, you can't die from breaking an ankle. Yeah, you can't you die. From, it gets, you, can't, you don't you get, get a CTE staph infection, <laughs> Brian. Shut up. Do not go off on a tangent that is irrelevant. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you could get a staph infection. He, and he's, die. Just try, he's just trying to kill the hours so we can go to break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. exactly what I'm trying to do. All right, so the Celtics have the number one pick in this year's NBA draft. It looks uh, like the plan is to take Markel Fultz. And to be completely honest, with I you heard guys, they're we interesting in ball. I, I don't want that, and no, I'll tell you why. No, 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 no. Honestly, at this point, it has nothing to do with basketball, and it has everything to do with his father. I cannot stand that circus, that clown show, that is LeVar Ball. And as I mentioned, we'll get into his little spat with Christine Leahy on the herd. I, but, yeah, I mean, I like at this point, though, it has but. nothing to do with basketball. And I, you know, look, a lot of people are saying Markel Fultz is more of a sure thing. He's more NBA-ready. Fine. Those aren't my reasons for walk, wanting Markel Fultz over Lonzo Ball. It has everything to do with I can't stand that family. And to be quite honest with you, it's unfortunate. Because from what I hear, Lonzo Ball, oh, good guy, likable kid. It's his dad. His dad is making me hate him. Yeah, we're going to get into the dad in a later segment, but when it comes to judging the talent and evaluating how good Markel Fultz is, he's way better and he's the consensus number one pick for a reason. I don't think Ball is even really close. I don't think it's 1A, 1B. I, I think it's 1 and 2. Like I, I think that It's more like 1 and 4. <laughs> well, no, well, Lakers. Lakers have the number two pick. They will take ball. That's well, no, no. That's I'm what, just saying. That's I'm in terms of what it should be. I'm, I'm just saying I talent just, level. Part wise. of me just wants to piss off Lavar Ball so much and have the Celtics take Lonzo and then trade him to like the Suns or something. No, what I would do is say I'm just inter- because <laughs> I'm interested in Ball at the number one pick. Get the Lakers number and two flirt, pick. Flirt with him and then try to get the number two pick for Markel Fultz. 
The only thing I'm worried about is Magic Johnson realizes that Markel Fultz is the real deal, right? And he pulls a fast one on Danny Inch because you know they, those two go head to head. They don't like each other. You know, Lakers, Celtics. Oh yeah, rivalry. Danny was on those uh, Celtics teams back in the day, so, right? Yeah. So I, I think Magic would say, "All right, we're interested in Lonzo. We'll we'll trade up, right?" They'll grab Markel Fultz away from the Celtics, and the Celtics will be caught with Lonzo Ball. Or they'll That's trade why. that pick. I was going to say, Paul Pierce wants them to trade the pick because he doesn't think Markel Fultz necessarily puts them over the well, top. Well, nothing puts them over the top. No, this <laughs> no, no, no. That's become quite apparent. And yeah. uh, honestly, I thought that they were in they a very get, good position. They, they could bring MJ back right now, and it won't help them. This series? Um, MJ's old as hell. Of yeah. course, he wouldn't help anyone. No. Yeah, <laughs> Shaq would. Uh, <laughs> did you see that video of the kid that got stiff-armed and yeah. dunked on? Oh, man, Shaq likes to play with little kids. He still can't make free throws, though. No, he, he doesn't. Um, with Markel Fultz, though, um, especially from this series with the Cavaliers, I think Danny Ainge is realizing that even a Paul George, if you do trade for him, or Jimmy Butler, they don't put you over the top. So, I mean, why not progress and develop players like you have Jalen, you know, Jalen Brown, you'll have Markel Fultz, you'll have guys coming from overseas, you'll have next year's first round pick. You can yes, either Zizich. trade it. Uh yeah, Zizich. But you could either trade that pick or you could keep it. So I, I think it's all about taking the Golden State Warriors route. The Golden State Warriors were irrelevant until Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green came developed. In, came into the picture. Right. And Mark Jackson left. That's when they became legitimate. So that's why I think it's the best route to go because then you're not putting in expectations with Paul George, Al Horford, Isaiah Thomas to win a championship because you're not going to win with Amir IT Johnson. in a Celtics uniform. Amir Johnson is going to be gone this year. Good. Jones Drapko is going to be gone this year. Why, I mean, Unless he signs a veteran minimum. Look, I know this isn't necessarily the best way to think about things, especially in here in Boston where we expect to win a championship in every sport every year. Yeah. But why can't they, for the time being, just for three years, suck it up and just take the mentality that the Cincinnati Bengals have in football? Um, hey, we're happy to make the playoffs. We're on. happy to just be there and have a chance. Just, I mean, ultimately, That's after what watching last night's for game, three years. No, for the last three years, they've been building every year towards a bigger goal, which is being competitive for a championship oh, sheesh, they were every single year. They were For three years, year. that's they've been made the goal. The playoffs. And I'm just saying, for the next couple of years, just adopt the mentality of, listen, we're not legitimately trying to win a championship. We're just trying to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, and that's about it. No, no that's, that's, yeah, that's you, not you a goal. Can't, you can't have that mentality. Because, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, hey, if you want to be realistic, Brian... How are you going to get past the Cleveland Cavaliers? You and can't. if you do, how are you going to beat the Warriors? You can't. Yeah, but you can't. That's the only realistic goal you can have is get to the Eastern Conference Finals and then get your ass handed to you. But you can't go out with that mentality. Right. You don't like, admit that publicly. Well, but yeah. internally, that has to be the goal. It's like, guys, listen, get to the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> that's that's the goal. It's such I mean, a gross goal. It's a gross <laughs> why goal. Would but you, what the hell why else you, is the? If you had a team, just be like, "All right, guys, we're just gonna make the state the states." I mean, that's what the Cavs are doing to us. That's what the Cavs are doing to us. You have this. Well, yes, but you don't harsh reality you don't that ever, you are not beating them. You don't no, ever geez. tell your players that you're being realistic <laughs> with the roster. Right, you're being like realistic, saying that you can't win a championship with Isaiah Thomas, um, Al Horford, and if you add a guy like Gordon Hayward or Paul George, that doesn't put you over the top to beat LeBron James. No, nothing does. It doesn't right now. As long as LeBron is playing this way with Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving, nothing, I agree with Brian, nothing is putting you over the top to beat that team. Right, but in the meantime, if you add Markel Fultz, if nope. you add Gordon Hayward... Still no. No, it, I'm not saying it puts you over the top by any means. It, it allows you to maybe win a couple you, games. No, it allows you to progress. Win a game. It allows you to progress because if, Markel, if they draft Markel Fultz, yeah. he's your future point guy. Right. Like, Isaiah Thomas is out of the picture. Bye, Isaiah. Eyes. Bye. He, he is. So, and then you have Jalen Brown to build off of. You know, Avery Bradley, see you later. I don't think you're really worth um, what your contract will be, and I don't think they had the money to support what he wants. Yeah. So, I think he's, see you later. I think Mark Marcus Smart, see you later. I'll keep Marcus Smart. No, I, I think all these, you're going to have to. You're, you need a physical presence, and I feel like he Marcus Smart won't be as much on the free market because uh, he his offense. No, but he's a throw-in. He's basically a throw-in in a, in a trade. He's ah, like a Terry What's, what's the point of throwing him in if you're not going to get much in return, though? You might as well keep the player at that point. No, I'd contract. Marcus Smart. 
contracts. I'd keep Marcus Smart. You guys, well, I mean, look, you guys, I mean, Marcus Smart. I, I don't have his exact contract status in front of me, but you give him a qualifying offer, he'll be a restricted free agent, right? You give him a qualifying offer, and then whatever. If he signs an offer sheet somewhere else, just match it, and then you still have Marcus Smart. Why unnecessarily trade him? He well, gives you fantastic defense. Here's my whole picture: is you know, you you have Gordon Hayward, who is going to want like twenty five million dollars this year. Okay. You you will have to trade Isaiah Thomas because you're not going to give him thirty million dollars. No, that's ridiculous. Do you guys think he's worth thirty million dollars? Do you, do you honestly think he's worth thirty million dollars, Brian? No, no. I I I don't think he's worth like fifteen. Do do, do you think Al Horford <laughs> is worth twenty eight million? Oh no, no, I never thought hell that. No. I would trade him. So apparently they were lo- looking at um, offers for Isaiah this season. Yeah. So. L- no, last off season. I thought it was during the season this year. No, too. it was during the draft last year. Um, they were looking to get a lottery pick to get Jalen Brown. And I think they were trying to get that lottery pick to trade for Jimmy Butler or Paul George. So it makes sense. Yeah. But from from a standpoint of salary, they're gonna have to figure it out along the way, and and that's why if they go out and get. Gordon Hayward, they still have $28 million to give Al Hoffer because nobody is going to trade for that contract. Mm. Isaiah Thomas, not worth $30 million. He's not worth 15 He's He's not <laughs> worth $6 million <laughs> what he's getting paid right now. So I, I, I think looking at it, they're going to have to have financial stability. They're going to have to have assets to build towards a contending team. Well, luckily they still have that 2018 uh, Brooklyn pick, too. And you never know. Anthony Davis may become available where yeah. New Orleans says, well, he's not going to resign with us. Why not get something out of him? We still have DeMarcus Cousins to fall back on right. as maybe the cornerstone of this team. So if they trade the 2018 pick, they, they might get Sharif O'Neal, you know, the, the young guy coming out of um, high school right now. I think he uh, accepted... I think Duke or you know one of those teams, the high caliber teams, um, you know as, as a recruit. So I think that's a good foundation for New Orleans Pelicans to build off of if they get rid of Anthony Davis. So I think building off of Markel Fultz, Jalen Brown, Anthony Davis, Gordon Hayward, that's a good young team. Does it put you over the top of LeBron James? Not now. Uh, Anthony Davis and Gordon Hayward probably would moving forward with moving a good forward. coach like Brad Stevens and a good uh, bench. I'd say yeah. I mean, look, uh, LeBron's... He committed to Arizona. Arizona. Look, LeBron's okay. what, 32? Yes. Wait two years. Okay, wait for a 34-year-old LeBron, who at that point will have probably made nine straight trips to the finals with, like, Olympics thrown in there as well. And that's a lot of mileage. This is a guy that got drafted in 2003 and since then has been playing basketball pretty much nonstop. His mission is... Wait for him to get to 34. His mission is to get six championships or more. And he's going to get there. It's just a matter of when... And how? Does it take five years, six years? Oh, I, I don't care. I mean, like, he'll he'll get there probably in the next two. He wins this year, that's four. And he's two away. He'll probably end his career with five or six. Well, that's when I think he calls it quits is when he breaks these records and says sayonara because nobody else is going to even come close. Come close. Maybe Lonzo Ball. Steph Curry, maybe. Lonzo Ball? you kidding me? <laughs> he's going to be camping oh, in he's, L.A. He's with the GOAT. LeVar. <laughs> yeah, he's the GOAT. The ghost of all time. No way. He's not the goat of all time. All right, 603-883-9900. Wrapping up hour number one. When we come back, we will talk about LeVar Ball and his infamous incident from this week on The Herd with Colin Coward on FS1. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. Allergy sufferers are